Welcome to the new Paradigm Podcast. My name is Morten Hake and this is the place where we'll talk about the stuff that's going to make you remember who you really are. Let's go. Hey guys and welcome to the new Paradigm Podcast episode number 10. I'm quite excited. It's two digits and I feel like this is like something something real now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and today I got Janet Lindsay with me and I got introduced to you Janet by Ankush who was actually in the first episode. He's been like uh, contacting me with like hooking me up with a lot of people and all of them has been just like great to meet and like connect with and talk to so welcome to this podcast oh, thank you and i thank Ankush as well he's a really great guy he really is yeah i like i i remember i met him he was at one of my like uh conferences i think two years ago or something and i didn't really connect with him um and then he came back uh, when I did a workshop with Jamie Smart, and he was like Jamie's right hand, and <clears throat> and he lived at my place, and we like connected like super, super good, and you know we were sitting in the living room, and you know <laughs> like he's like a really, really, really good friend now, which yeah. is it's really cool. Yeah. All right, so. Um, I my knowledge about you is limited, uh, but <laughs> I do know that. <laughs> yeah. So let's start off with. Uh, I know that you work with. Um, uh, it was it, is it previous inmates or uh, is it? Yeah. 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 Uh, if I, if I, yeah, yeah. So if I tell you a bit about me and how. Yeah. Is, so, um, That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, I've always wanted to work with people, help with people, curious about why people do the things they do. So where better to study and help and work with people than in the criminal justice system? Mm. And for me, it was, why do people want to hurt other people? Why do they think it's okay to do that just for their own ends, their own gains? Mm. And so in being a probation officer and manager, we learnt many different ways and approaches of looking at the behaviour and how we can change their behaviour. And so I am familiar with um, cognitive behavioural therapy techniques, um, counselling techniques, coaching techniques, all of these which were taught to us during the probation, uh, whilst I was a probation officer, and seen some limited results. Um, mm. I think of the... I don't know, 150, 200 people I supervised and managed as offenders. I think only three or four ever came back. Wow. It was huge disparity. And, and as much as... Oh, that must be challenging working with no, almost no results. Well, it, it's, it's, it's a unique position because you can't call the people who see you clients or customers mm-hmm. because they don't choose to come and see you. Uh, so you know they, they go before the courts they've committed an offense they are mandated to come and see you and so yeah. you know the majority of people i met whilst i was in the service they just didn't want to see me they didn't want to hear me <laughs> so, yeah, i felt really good about myself my self-esteem was riding high <laughs> um and and so 
it was interesting because it was those people who really wanted to change. They were the ones who actually, you know, focused, really committed to the different techniques and approaches that we were using. But still, I think I only saw 10, 15% success in, in my whole time as a manager. And, and I left after a decade in the service to set up my own training consultancy because I love developing people. And there just wasn't the capacity to do that within my position within the probation service. Okay. And so in leaving, I then started to seek out and search the best techniques to help people change. So hence, you know, doing NLP, um, EFT, became a master practitioner of NLP. Um, you, you name it, I've tried it. Mm. And, and again, you know, trying to take these techniques and, and share them with people to try and help them and to change, to lead better lives. And, and again, limited success. Um, so whilst I had my own business, still working within criminal justice, but working with um, staff this time. So doing legislative oh. updates and training them with new techniques. And I had to work with offenders, working with some of the crime prosecution service solicitors and stuff like that, just to see to improve their communication skills or how to work with that client group. Mm. Um, but again, li limited success. In 2010, I thought, okay, I want to once again improve my business, enhance my skill set, so let me become a master prac of NLP. And that's where I met Jamie. And in meeting Jamie Smart, I realised that there was something different about him. When he was sharing, you know, doing a technique or this, that and the other, he wasn't just sharing the technique, he was actually talking to us about ourselves and where we're coming mm. from and I thought there's something different about this man yeah. it was just it was just it was a feeling it wasn't something that you yeah. could see it was a feeling yeah uh, and I remember going to speak to his managing director and say is, is Jamie on some kind of spiritual journey <laughs> but yes he has been for the past couple of years so automatically there was a connect there and so uh, I was one of the people on his first inner circle, his first principles-based program. So this is like four or five years four ago. Year, yeah, four years ago, 2010. 2009, wow. 2010, wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and I was just fascinated by it because it was beyond the, the technique, beyond the behavior. It was an mm. inside-out approach, which I suppose I'd experienced – you know, in a religious setting, because I used to be very much a, a Pentecostal Christian, so very much in a religious setting you can experience that, but in a, you know, mm. work setting you don't really experience that. So it was really refreshing. Mm. Um, after being mm. on the inner circle, I then um, went on to the, um, the, 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 the Three Principles Professional Institute, which is led by Aaron Turner and Mara Gleason. Yep. Um, and at that point, I was contacted by some of my old colleagues in probation who are now senior managers or, you know, working at the Ministry of Justice. And they said, Janet, we would we'd like you to come back and write some innovative programs for female uh, offenders. I went, OK, I can do that. So they had been watching you from far or just was it like uh, uh, they wanted the old Janet back or <laughs> <laughs> Did they want the new one? Yeah, you know the I mean? new improved Janet. <laughs> <laughs> what had happened, because during my time 
having my own business, I'd still keep in contact with my friends and let them know what I was doing. So not only was I doing the legislative updates, but I was also working in children's centres. Children's centres were set up for um, parents who had children up to the age of five so that they could have free childcare, but also the parents could get access to different programmes, different courses, sure. So that was my kind of giving back to the community bit. So I'd go in and I'd do self-esteem programs for the parents and for the mothers and just just support them really so that they could be, in my eyes, wonderful role models for their children. Mm. Uh, And I think the my colleagues and friends saw that and thought okay janet's being consistent she's still giving back to the community she still works with this client group mm-hmm. and so uh, they contacted me and said would i write a program now at that point i you know, like i said i was still quite fresh with the principal i just started the institute program and i thought right at the time i thought okay i'll do some Emotional freedom technique, a bit of NLP. I throw a bit of three principles in there. You know, nice. <laughs> yeah. Probably yeah. And then, and it, as with everything in the public sector, it takes about three months for any kind of contract to come to fruition. Oh, okay. Yeah. So by the time the contract came, I had completed about a year of being around the principles a year. So by the time I'm sitting in front of a group of 10 women who have no idea what I'm going to do, and in addition, I have no idea what I'm going to do because all I've got are these three principles. (laughs) (laughs) It's like nothing else makes sense but these three principles. So let's, let's have a go. What's the worst that can happen? And it was a fabulous adventure because... I'm trying, you know, I can lesson plan the heck out of like 30 minutes. I can gauge when a a group's going to laugh. I can gauge their responses. I can make these things happen. Mm. But with this and you're saying in understanding and trusting the three principles about being the moment, it's about Mm. being responsive to the people who are there at that time. And given that that was, say, like a leap of faith, letting go of everything else that I'd learned and that brought me this far in my business, to just mm. trusting and sharing these principles, it was the most successful program I had ever delivered in my whole time working with people. Um, we had 70% compliance. And wow. Normally you'd, you'd get 30 40% if that. We had 70% compliance. Every woman went on to do some kind of training, education, or employment, and even two women set up their own business. And, wow. Uh, and that was the first that, that one. That was the first one. <laughs> and then it was, and, and, and what was worse, well, I say what was worse, what was amazing was that at the end of the, it was seven weeks initially, at the end of the seven weeks, the women turned around and said, can we come back? Can we have more? Mm. Now, this was unheard of. Now, these are women who were mandated to come and attend this group who were turning mm. around after seven weeks saying, can we have some more? Wow. It was a first for me. That's oh. all of my history. So so since then, I've worked with a number of different probation trusts within the Midlands mm-hmm. um, and had similar results. It's been fantastic. Not only is it about changing their behaviour and their thinking about their offending, 
but also it's been them changing in themselves, their self-esteem and confidence building mm -hmm. that, yeah. um, you know, they can, you know, there's one woman who hadn't worn a skirt for two years because of how she thought about herself. And within seven weeks, she was wearing a skirt. Wow. Um, for seven yeah. years. Well, two years. And then for seven okay. weeks. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, wow. Still, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it matters if it's seven or two. She had a, she was, yeah. But but also, and also, there was a woman who turned around and said, if she hadn't understood these principles, she wouldn't be here today because the voices telling her to kill herself, she would have believed them. Whoa. I mean, I, I feel so fortunate and blessed because I get to witness what I think are just small miracles every single day. Yeah, and, me too. And it's yeah. people are realising for themselves, they're seeing themselves fresh, they're seeing themselves yeah. new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Like when you told that story, I had an, um, I got an idea, mm -hmm. so I had to write it down. Okay. <laughs> And then I like come back to you, and it was like, yeah, miracles, yeah, you know, because when you have the ideas that you know are really powerful, and you just know it's gonna work, because it's just, it's almost like you see the future, it's just like, okay, I'm gonna do that, boom. Okay. Uh, and then I had that now, so I was just like, boom, okay, and then <laughs> came back to you. <laughs> but, but, but that's the power of you know when you're in the moment and you let everything else go you have space for creativity innovative thought fresh thought that just comes from what we call mind and mm. that and, and being in a space where you can hear that and it resonates deeply within you because it's not come from your own personal thinking it's come from somewhere beyond yourself because it feels yeah. different it feels fresh it just feels right um, yeah fresh yeah yeah, yeah. It's it's someone I don't remember uh, who said it, but I I still remember someone saying like when you really get an insight, it's before you even recognize that you have the insight, it's true for you, so you can feel it and you feel the truth of it, or like, and then you like, and then your head goes like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that... it doesn't go through any filters from the outside. It's just like. And then, whoa, yeah. okay, so it's like that, you know, or okay, so that's gonna happen, or you know, yeah, it's amazing, it's isn't, amazing. isn't it? And it and it's fabulous when you can recognize it. And I'm saying in recognizing it, it's letting go of your or seeing your conditioned thinking for what it is, because you can, mm -hmm. like you said, your conditioned thinking creates barriers, creates filters, so that you know we all have times when we've had insights. But then mm. what happens is we can either accept the insight for what it is and feel it and run with it, or we then try to intellectualize it. Because mm. what happens is, as you said, this is before thought. And then what happens, we try to make sense of it with our own paradigms, with our own thinking, trying to put it into mm. some kind of context or words. Mm. And if we leave it at that, it's fine. But then what can happen is that we can start to intellectualize it and rationalize it and see whether it makes sense and see if it's going to work. And, you know, within a few moments, you can kill what was something that was just amazing. Mm. Yeah. That's funny you said that because I did a podcast yesterday with Rudy. Uh, 
and and we talked about the same thing and we uh, it was like uh, we were like okay when you get what happens is the difference from like what starts happening is we get an idea and then we run with it and then afterwards uh, i was talking about my business actually because i used to like try to figure out everything and then and then build my business or then continue to build my business but now i'm just like running in the uh, in the direction that the ideas come and then afterwards i'll i'll figure it out and what happens is i do figure it out afterwards i was talking about this podcast yesterday as well the same thing happened here i got the idea we started recording and whoa i have to figure out how to get it on itunes and rss feeds and da 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 but you know just started recording and yeah. uh, and I'm a, I'm as amazed as anyone because I'm observing myself doing it as I'm doing it. So it's just like cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fun. That's brilliant. And and then it also shows that we always do have all the answers or all the resources we ever need. So as long as we run with it, as long as we're running with it, what will happen is that the opportunities come or we see the resources and we just tap into them. As he said, what you know, you ha- you can have as it paralysis by analysis. You can analyze everything, find yeah. work everything out. By the end of it, you're so tired. <laughs> you just <laughs> there's no <laughs> more inspiration left. Yeah, but yeah, just just being in the moment and trusting, you know, trusting your wisdom, trusting intuition, yeah. knowing it will work. It always does. Or it may not work out the way that you want it to. But then in being open to the infinite intelligence, it probably works out better than you think. Because yeah. again, it's your limited intelligence that's trying to work things out when you've got access to an, an infinite potential. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what happened after uh, you got called back to do the, uh, the workshop? Okay, so... So, so, so we did that first workshop. Oh, what, what's also happened as a result of, of that? Because not only is it about the work that I did the women, with the women and delivering to them, it's also the changes that I saw in myself. That's what's so powerful about this, is that whilst I'm sharing or whilst I'm teaching, I'm having insights also. So, so one of the most memorable things that happened to me during that first program was... You know, you have ground rules in a program, say, like, no mobile phones. Yeah. And, um, of course, a mobile phone goes off, doesn't it? Like, three <laughs> weeks into a program, a mobile phone goes off. And so because I'm the facilitator and I'm the professional, I think I have to keep, you know, just keep going, ignore it, just keep talking. And then it goes off another two times. Now, I'm getting wound up. I'm <laughs> like, why is this phone going off when we have ground rules? But then I thought, no, Janet, you just keep going because you're a professional. And it was one of the women that said, Janet, isn't that phone getting on your nerves? And I went, no, because I'm a professional and I keep going. Went, well, it's getting on my nerves and, and I think we should stop. And, and it just erupted. So I went, right, let's stop the group. And whilst we were having a, a break, during that break, I thought, you know what? The phone was irritating me. Let me share it with the women so they came back and says yeah the phone irritated me like yeah yeah we knew we knew and (laughs) (laughs) there's no point in trying to lie because they know 
Yeah. And, but what was interesting was that two or three days after that, it was still with me. It was still bothering me. Wow. Now, because, you know, with my understanding of the principles, I thought, well, this is just a thought. Why is it still with me? So I mm. spoke to my mentor. I spoke to Aaron at the time. And I said, why, you know, told him the situation, told him it was still bothering me. And what he said was, it feels as if you think there's a way you have to be when you're in a group. And I stopped and I went, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I think I have to have all the answers. Mm. I think I can't show any emotion. I can't show my humanness because if I'm the facilitator, I should know everything and mm. I need to be calm. And he says, who said you can't get angry? Mm. And I thought, oh, my. so in my head, I realized that I had created this image of how I had to be whilst I was a facilitator in a group. And it was constraining me. In fact, it was restricting my level of humanity mm. this image. So I went back the other week and I just told the women what I've just told you. I said, I thought I had to be a certain way. I am so sorry. You know, I shortchanged you guys. And they went, we knew, we knew. But from that lesson, what has happened is that I realized that in knowing my true identity, I can only be me. And in being me, that has released me so that, you know, we have the most fun groups in a probation trust. You know, people, I speak openly about me personally, whereas before that would never have happened because we're told that you have to keep yourself separate from the offender and your lives and this, that and the other. And, and we have such a level of rapport that within, within moments, you know, I've, I've had a woman who had trust issues that within two weeks turned around and said, Janet, I trust you. And I said, well, why would you give me your trust when you, when you don't know me and you've got these trust issues? And she said, because I know that you believe what you're saying. When you're saying that you have trust in us and have faith in us, I know you mean that. And that was amazing because just in me releasing or removing the image of me having to be a certain way released a a level of connection that just can't be taught. Wow. Amazing. That's a cool story. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this is um, those types of thoughts are dropping uh, for me these days as well because I've been um, um, last, I don't know, since I was 20-ish uh, I've been like always like you know, having my website writing blogs, being the whatever, the trusted authority or the, the teacher whatever, you know, and and it gets to your head or it got to my head you know, I, I'm the know it, Mr. Know-it-all, you know and then both, like a lot of, <clears throat> both you and Rudy and uh, I think uh, I talked with uh, Don DC, like all of you just like uh, tell that story, choose to tell that story and it's been, uh, or the similar story, like the similar idea and uh, 
and every time I get insights, uh, it's just like, yeah, because I'm, uh, I always, you know, I, I, I'm used to people looking up to me, and then I'm used to being, you know, the guy or whatever. And that's, you know, it's just an illusion and it's dropping, you know. So um, that story just like, that that was powerful for me too because, yeah, like the, 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 I can imagine them trusting you more when you're being you more, you know. And that's, everyone's human. Everyone's on the same level. Everyone's, um, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's. A lot of mixing of words there, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I was going to say it's exactly what you said because we we are all the same. We are all intrinsically, you know, human beings trying to do the best that we can with the with with the thinking that we have at any moment. And as you said, mm. if I'm just making up an idea or an image about myself, then they're making up mm. an image about themselves. And so, if mm. we're all stuck in our own separate realities. That's why I suppose you then have to learn a technique to establish rapport. Mm. Whereas if you come back, to, if you realize and come to the level where we are all the same, we are all mm. one, then you will mm. quite naturally connect. There's nothing to be done. We just do because we, we are naturally connected anyway at a very formless yeah. level. Yeah. And it's so, yeah. And it's like, it's us. I'm feeling like I'm getting more and more uh, comfortable with not knowing anything. You know, the, the more we dive into this, the less I feel I know. You know, and it's just like, and that's cool. You know, I I I I struggled saying I don't know to people before. Like even if I didn't know it, I thought that I had to know it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. And that relates to like also what we talked about when it comes to taking action and taking inspired action and just like running with it is that I, what I'm doing to like this podcast, I have no idea what kind of opportunities that's going to bring in the future. I really don't because this is all free and this is the best content I have ever created, you know, and I'm not even creating it. It's just like I'm talking to you guys, (laughs) you know what I mean? But like it's, it's. Uh, I really like it, and there's no like, there's no direct income from it. But I know I'm doing what I want, and probably there's going to be different opportunities arising from this podcast. And and I'm comfortable not knowing it. That's my point. And it's the same thing. It goes across the board. Uh, yeah. And I think that 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 is what's so phenomenal and amazing about this because you are then so open to whatever may come and i'm I'm gonna say i'm gonna share a funny story because it happened today which is really bizarre (laughs) so 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 because i'm you know i'm into lots of health stuff and all this kind of stuff so i go to have a colonic irrigation today yeah i'm sharing my personal business what was it a color irrigation it's coloric colonic it's an internal cleansing of your oh Cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's really cool. <laughs> there, may be, there may be some people cringing at this because I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what's that like? But anyway, I went to go have a colonic today and I'm sitting and I'm talking to the doctor who's going to be doing this. And he's, you know, 
doing his initial assessment. He says, what do you do? And I said, oh, you know, I'm a, a facilitator and a trainer. He goes, oh, what do you train? And I started sharing with him the principles. He went, oh, nice. my gosh. He said, I am <laughs> so into the holistic part because it's not about administering drugs. It's about knowing how we can heal ourselves. And he said, I have this private practice and maybe you should come back next week because if it sounds great, I'll refer people to you. I'm like, damn. I'm going there for myself. I'm literally just like, oh, this is what I do. And he went, really? Yeah. She's interested. You know, so it's not a sales thing. I'm not turning up to do anything. I'm just being me. Going through my life, doing my thing, sharing what I do. And and people hear something different. Yeah. So, yeah, I might have referrals from Dr. Boom! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. And, that, and, and people who, like, if people are listening and going, well, lucky you, that's luck. It's not luck. It's just you're, you're open to the possibility, period. And uh, so people get these opportunities all the time. And, but they think their way out of it you know they try to figure out or you know just creating thought problems that weren't there when the idea came up i mean i i mean this morning i thought gosh should i go and have you know should i go and do this but it's great for my health and that but you know i could do a few you know sales calls and try and contact people so that's where my head went you know what my health comes first so let me go and in me following my wisdom, intuition, whatever. Wow. This amazing opportunity manifested itself. That's so cool. It is. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, well, I was going to say, another thing that's come out of the work with the the offenders, the female offenders, is that Normally, you run a group, the group ends, and then they'll go on to do something else. You Mm -hmm. you never hear from them again. But I've had women turn around and say, Janet, this is just, we've got this. We get it. It's so simple. It's so easy. We want to help you. We want to work with you so that you can share it with other women. And these are people who have been in jail? Yes. So these are the people who've been on the group. Who've come yep. through the group and have said, we want to help you. We want to help you with other female offenders so that they don't have to go through what we went through. That's so it's cool. amazing. Yep. So, I mean, the, the star, one of the stars we have is, is Rebecca Bozeman. And she, you know, you'll, you know, she's on my website. There's there's video clippy, clips of her on um, Three Principles movies. But her journey's been amazing to the extent that she was able to get a position working in the same probation office that used to supervise her when she was an offender. Whoa. (laughs) That's like, that's brushing dirt off your shoulders. (laughs) Just amazing. And and she's she's phenomenal. She's an inspiration to me as well because when we talk about change, her life has done a 180 degree flip. It's phenomenal. And she's, so because she's had this experience for herself, she's just like a, a walking evangelist for the principals. And, mm. and so even when she's in the probation office, probation officers come up to her and refer their offenders to her because she just, wow. yeah, she's a man. Yeah, she gets the job yeah, done. Yeah, 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 exactly, <laughs> exactly. And she just shares the principles with them. That's all she does. I love the 
I love that you work with <clears throat> with with offenders because like uh, some people who are exposed to this they you know people tend to believe that their case is a special case that is unsolvable and like you don't know what I've been through you know and all that and so I love I love I would that's why I was like uh, I was psyched about talking to you because it's 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 another proof you know it's another proof that this goes across the board it's just a principle and that's how it works like it doesn't matter if you've been in jail or if you're a kid or if you're 70 or if you're a man or a woman it doesn't matter it just it is what it is it's like that it's a principle it's 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 beyond it's beyond what we can see so the offenders will say you know they'll start off the group by saying you don't know my life i've had a woman say to me you don't know my life you're in here evangelizing about these three principles how can you understand about me Mm. And and I just looked to her and I says, what I'm, I says, you see the fact that you could say that to me? Mm. There's a passion within you that wasn't taught and can never be taken away. I says, that's what I'm mm. pointing towards, that wow. passion. And and she turned around within, after seven weeks, she came back and said she wanted to be a volunteer on the group. <laughs> cool. <laughs> because it's that, it's, it's beyond race gender ability anything because we're talking about the human experience at a formless level as you said what happens before thought what happens before form that's what we're talking about so that we mm. can understand this experience that we're that we're all walking through mm. yeah So how did you get interested into the principles anyway? Um, see, I was, I was the Tony Robbins guy. I was the guy running the hamster wheel faster than anyone else, taking massive action, massive action, massive action, massive action, massive action, speed of implementation, and you know, just doing, 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 um, and. Uh, <clears throat> So it started off with a with a, like I, it started off back in two thousand seven I think I want I jumped into a six month coaching program on learning how to pick up girls. <laughs> so, <laughs> <yeah>. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, we, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's funny, really funny right now. <laughs> so I did that, and but in that process. Uh, became really interested in peak performance, personal development, psychology, and then I blogged about it, became popular. Long story short, I started my company coaching, and then I started a conference uh, where I wanted to connect men and women. Uh, so it's like a sexuality, dating, and personal development conference. We did that for four years, and with a lot of speakers from 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 all over, and Jamie spoke at the last conference he was a keynote speaker on saturday and uh, <laughs> when he spoke i was just like feeling good you know and resonating with what he said but didn't get it i was just like how i thought it was just me finally being able to relax and it probably was because i was like stressing out for this conference but then i was just sitting in the back chilling listening to jamie and everything was cool 
and uh, and that was a new experience it was a new feeling uh so i knew that hmm this is a different new feeling this is a new experience so that in itself is something you know that uh, what is it called piqued my curiosity as you know and um and at the so I knew that there was something different with what he spoke about. Uh, and at after we did a Q and A session with all the speakers, and um, someone asked him a question, and he said, "You already have the actually you already have the answer. It's just like your your cloud. You have cloudy thinking, so you you can't see the answer right now." Um, or it'll come to you, something like that. And in that moment, he said that. In that moment, I knew that I um, was going to start a new chapter and break up with my girlfriend. In that moment, I just knew it, you know, an insight. And then uh, and then I started thinking about what I just realized, and I got worried, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't believe I just thought yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that was the beginning for me, and then I I I, I set up a work like at the conference. I asked Jamie, "Let's do a workshop. I'll I'll promote it for you. We'll split the profit, and we'll do it in Norway, and we'll start promoting it now at the event." So we did that. Boom! Like ten people signed up or something. Ended up with thirty people or something. Had a great workshop, and in that workshop, I my head just blew in pieces. And then within the like the first the, in the third hour, I like. I had the huge Hollywood insight and I was like ready to just run out and skip the rest of the workshop and just live. Yeah. <laughs> I was so ready. Funny thing about, um, and you know, and me breaking up, like it was like a mutual win-win situation when I broke up with my girlfriend. So we were both like super, um, letta relieved and uh we just like had a half hour talk about who's gonna have the couch and who's gonna have the apartment and then we threw a breakup party (laughs) (laughs) i'm so proud of that (laughs) Uh, so yeah so after that workshop um i realized i had to change my business 180 degrees you know, and um, and do this. And after that, I also like after that, I kind of like like the last half year, I've always been on like I almost been on like a break. I just like took a half year break, you know, without thinking about my finances. So I've just been living off friends, making some money here and there, you know, getting by. Um, <clears throat> but it's been exactly what I needed. And right now is when... I am apparently starting to work hard again. But it's not a hard work. It's just like inspired action all the time. So it's just fun. But now I start seeing my business start flourishing again, which is awesome. And just like you, you know, people come to me instead of I pushing my truths on them, you know, or my boxes on them. And that's, it's just incredible say i talked about this in another podcast as well that this podcast is perfect because people choose if they want to listen to it you know they press play and pause and you know so yeah thanks for sharing that that's great thank you for sharing 
<laughs> okay. Um, I would like. I would. I love asking questions that I think maybe someone would, you know, wondering like because people are listening to this and they probably feel <clears throat> they tune. Maybe maybe they tune into the feeling, or maybe like maybe they feel good, but maybe they're trying to get something that they don't need to get. You know, <laughs> so like trying to reach out to them like the, the normal question like the million dollar question that people always ask me is always like okay so how do i get how do i understand it how do i get to this flow you know how do i get to the zone which is obviously impossible to answer but maybe you have some thoughts on that yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my, <Maybe not. laughs> my thinking about that um, I, it, it's fascinating because I suppose the culture in the world that we're in, we believe that we have to do something in order to experience something. Mm. But right, as as people are listening right here, right now, there is change happening without them even noticing it. Yeah, that their mood is changing without them doing anything about it. What is happening is that they're just not focusing and concentrating on their thinking as much. And as soon as that happens, their consciousness, their conscious state changes. And so I suppose for me, one of the key things is always about the listening. When you're listening with nothing on your mind, when you're not listening to your own thoughts, just being in the moment, you automatically change. You automatically become more calm when you're not trying to work things out by using old information to try and process what you're hearing in the moment, you automatically, your mood changes, your state of mind changes, you become more calm without doing anything. So it's not a doing, it's a letting go. It's a being still. And you feel it. Yeah, you can feel it. It's a crazy thing. Yeah. I'm noticing my sound. There you go. And, and, and what happens, I was talking to um, somebody yesterday, a personal trainer, who was saying, oh, you know, I, I meditate for half an hour in the woods and then I go climbing trees. I'm like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if you could sit in your lounge and experience that same feeling. Yeah. Because it's not about being in the woods. It's not about focusing on a leaf so that you get into whatever state it is. In understanding these principles, in letting your thoughts go, because they're not real, because they're an energy, the mm. level of consciousness changes anyway, and you achieve that same meditative state that you are consciously trying to achieve anyway, without Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he was running in the woods trying to get a feeling, yeah, right? Exactly. He wasn't running in the woods just because he wanted mm. to, which is a huge difference. Exactly, exactly. When people say that, and it's great. I mean, yeah, it's wonderful. I mean, I love walking out in nature. I I love that experience. But what I've realized is that I don't have to do that in order to achieve a sense of peace or a sense of clarity. What these three principles enable me to understand is that when I let go of my thinking, when I'm not focused on any thought in particular, I achieve a calmer state of mind. Mm. 
and it's understanding about the nature of all of these things as opposed to a doing to try and achieve in understanding the nature of thought in understanding how we create this experience we achieve a level of peace a level of calm a level of clarity which is always there but for our thinking yeah that was a perfect ending to a perfect podcast (laughs) (laughs) so good all right um thank you so much for doing this i hope to do it again if you're up for that definitely definitely i'd love to and in fact if you want to speak to any of the women they would love to come on and share their experience yes (laughs) yes i'm booked for weeks now (laughs) (laughs) see opportunities just come i don't have to find my interview what is it called yeah perfect yeah let's do that um yeah again thank you you're welcome you're so welcome It's, it's been a pleasure thank you so much this was the paradigm shift podcast i hope you enjoyed it and if you did please share it on your facebook if not then please don't (laughs) (laughs) 